Today, we're gonna be talking about how after all of these years, I finally switched from the Nikon D3S to the Nikon Z6 II. Before we jump into the content, if you wanna download my free posing guide, pricing guide, or come behind the scenes to watch me shooting live, be sure to visit the links in my YouTube video. If you're tuning in on our Mistakes Make Magic podcast, you can now watch on our YouTube channel. Okay, so why did I switch after all of these years of being in the Nikon D3S into this camera? Okay, well first and foremost, you can see visually the size. That's one of the biggest reasons why I jumped in, but not all the reasons which we're gonna be talking about. But as you can see, this is the 24-70 on the Z6 II, and this is the 24-70 on the D3S, and this is a whole lot heavier. I find myself using this camera so much more because it's so much more portable and lightweight. When you're photographing eight, 10, 12, 14 hours on a wedding day, the size and weight of your camera really makes a difference. And so it was a no-brainer. When this camera came out and had all the features that we're gonna be talking about, I was like, this is where I need to be because it's smaller and I don't want my um, hand and my body being as tired as it had been for the past just several years while I was shooting on this big setup. You might be wondering why I have this lens in front of me. Well, this is a huge part, if not the biggest reason of why I switched the lenses. This is the 51.2. This is the Nikkor Z series 24 to 70. The lenses are amazing. I love how fast they are. I love how sharp they are. I feel like for me, having these options for lenses was a big deal. It's not just the camera, it's the new lineup of lenses. And you might notice that I have this adapter with me. The reason why is I wanted to show you that if you're not ready to switch over to new lenses, maybe you're not there financially yet. That's okay. You can jump into the new camera and you can actually use the native lenses. In fact, I'll show you. You can take the new Nikkor um, lenses off. You can replace that with an adapter on the Nikon Z6 II body or any of the mirrorless cameras. And then you can use any of the native lens, lenses. So this is the old 24-70. I have definitely used this on the new camera body and it works just fine. We use our 70-200 to on the new bodies. We've used my macro lens. We have a 14-24 to that I use for architectural photography. All of those lenses we can use on the new bodies, which is pretty cool. Okay, so let's continue to talk about why I switched. The Bluetooth. And as I'm talking to you, I'm going to switch back to the other setup. So the Bluetooth on the Nikon Z6 II is really cool. In fact, the other day I was photographing a personal event, um, a birthday party, and I wanted to have the images right away on my phone. So what I did was I just Bluetoothed them from the Z6 II over to my camera. That is the coolest thing. They're not necessarily the high resolution raw images that I'm able to transfer. They're a low res JPEG, but I'm still able to get those images on my phone right away and I can edit them in PicTapGo or some something like Lightroom. It is really cool to have that instant gratification and people that I've shared these images with absolutely love it as well. Another pro, this camera is super quiet. In fact, when I'm taking photos, a lot of times people don't even know that I've taken the photo, which is a huge pro. If I'm photographing a quiet church or you know a very intimate moment, it's very nice to be able to take a picture and not even have people hear the camera shutter. 
The camera shutter can actually be quite distracting. And so having the ability to shoot basically on silent mode is really nice. This camera is much better in low light than the D3S. I loved the D3S for a long time because it was fast, I could shoot receptions with it, but it really just doesn't compare in low light to this one. This one can go much brighter without the pixelation, and it's really nice to have that ability. When I'm photographing a reception in a courtyard and there's dim you know, string lights or an indoor reception, I love that I can stop down you know, a slow enough shutter speed with a high enough ISO to not even sometimes put a flash on this camera. And the last pro for now, we'll come back, I'm going to sandwich the pros and cons, but the last pro for now is the image sizes. So before, I was looking at like around an average of 12 megabytes per file, and now I'm at about 20 to 24. Yes, there are cameras that produce larger image files. In fact, I think the Z7 is like a close to 50 um, megabyte image file. Same thing for the GFX, but I personally don't want that. Um, some people may disagree with that, but I am not a commercial photographer, I'm not photographing for billboards necessarily, I don't want all of those huge image files bogging down my computer. And so for me, 20 to 24 megs is perfect. One of the biggest decision makers for me was I had photographed a family session, she needed a large image file size, and it was that moment when I realized I had already done the family session and I couldn't deliver it to her. I could never make it bigger than what it was. And so for me, having the opportunity to create those high-res images is like so important to the business and can give me the flexibility that I need to meet with a client's want. Okay, let's talk about a few cons. Um, my hands are pretty small and even still, I feel like sometimes this puts a lot of pressure on my hands because I can't grip much more than just this right here. If you can see, the D3S had a larger grip, which was just really comfortable. Yes, it was heavy, but something about that larger grip felt really nice. Whereas with this one, I feel like it's a little bit of a strain on my hand. Not a huge deal, it's just a little different. Probably is gonna take some getting used to. Let's talk about the battery life. I did not even realize this. This battery used to last for almost an entire wedding, maybe a battery and a half. With this camera, I'm looking at about four batteries on average per wedding. So if you buy this camera, before you go and photograph a wedding with it, especially if it's longer coverage, like 10 to 12 hours, make sure you have extra batteries and extra chargers if you're photographing a double wedding weekend. And the thing I probably like the least about this camera, or maybe what it just took the most getting used to is the electronic viewfinder. I actually don't typically photograph looking at the LCD screen, although it's a pretty good size. I'm usually looking through the electronic viewfinder. And when I do, there's two things that I don't really like. I don't like just looking through it. You know, it has that digital quality, whereas whenever I was looking through the D3S, it was exactly what I was seeing reflected on the other side of the lens. And also, whenever I have that camera that I'm not using you know, in my hand, I have to press the shutter to activate the electronic viewfinder before I bring it up to my eye or there's gonna be a delay. So that took a little bit of practicing and getting used to as well. I will say though, the electronic viewfinder is kind of nice because as I'm changing the settings, the camera is reflecting those changes. That's a neat feature. The only thing I will say, this is a little tip if you're using these cameras, is that 
it may look correct from a shutter speed perspective, but if you're going too slow of a shutter speed, you might wanna make sure that you have your settings correct. Otherwise, when you actually look at the image that it creates, it's going to be blurry. So in other words, sometimes I'll be at you know a 30th of a second. It looks great in the viewfinder, but if there's movement, that image is gonna be blurry. So just a little pro tip, make sure you're still paying attention to your settings in this camera, even if it looks good on the viewfinder. Okay, let's talk about two more pros before we wrap up this um, video. So one other pro that I really like is actually the video quality. This video that you're watching is being filmed on a Nikon Z6 II with a 24-70 lens. So the quality of the video is really nice. I'll be honest, I never used video as much as since I bought this camera. Not just for weddings and for professional work, but also for personal use. The video quality is really amazing. It's got a lot of image stabilization and it's just super intuitive and very user-friendly. So I really like that video quality and aspect of this camera that I never really utilized, although this camera does take video. I just never really utilized it as much because I feel like the video from this camera is so great. You know, it's really cool that we're at a point in the uh, camera and photo world where you can buy the Z62 and 24-70 kit, this professional lineup, dual cord slots, full frame, and it's the same price total as what I paid years ago for just this body. And this setup far supersedes what this one does. So that is really neat to think that we have come all this way and now we're getting better gear for a lesser price. So the entry level, the entry um, barrier into photography is so much better for someone who's just starting out or for somebody who wants to get that professional setup. If you want links to any of this gear, I'll be sure to put it in the information here in the video. And again, if you're tuning in on the podcast, you can just hop over to our YouTube channel or you know visit the blog to get that information. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And don't forget if you want those downloads to get those. And if you found this information valuable, please be sure to subscribe. And thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Happy shooting.